There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The 11 to 1 Show. With Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. Choose from our huge selection of used Mercedes-Benz vehicles. Gilmore's Mercedes-Benz Kings Court. The best in motoring here for you. Ah, Wednesday. Hump day. Nothing good ever happens. Wrong. I want to send you on the ultimate nostalgia night out. It's the biggest 90s disco. It's happening in the three arena. Full details of how you could be at that disco after these. Aha, take on me, kicking us off this Wednesday morning. Sinead Brazel here with you. Folding the washing. That's what Paul Meskel's mother was doing. At a very crucial moment in her son's life. What was he doing? Well, he was waiting on an Oscar nomination. She was folding the washing calmly. Uh, to be fair, look, if it was my son or daughter that was up for an Oscar, something as huge, a prize or an award like that, I think I'd be a bit too nervous to watch as well. But I definitely would not be in the corner folding the washing, that is for sure. But as uh, she says, Dervla Meskel, she said it was too stressful to watch the uh, nominations. So she learned of it in the family WhatsApp group. So she was not watching it. She wasn't even in the vicinity of it. Or, you know, it was on her mind, obviously. But, you know, that this is what happens. Uh, and of course, herself and her husband also called Paul extremely proud of him. And uh, his dad says, you know, the Oscar is always such an occasion. And even when Irish people like Brenda Fricker and Liam Neeson were up for, you know, nominations and Oscars. And now our child is going to be in with those. I mean, that's just such a lovely uh, thing to say. It's so, so it's exciting and, and del- delightful for them. Uh, of course, Paul Meskel is uh, nominated in the Best Actor category for uh, the critically acclaimed drama After Sun. Haven't seen this one, but there's lots of people raving over this one. But its Irish eyes are smiling, that's for sure, when it comes to the Oscars, because there was a plethora, a plethora of nominations. Um, we've got the Banshees of Inishir, and that's in for loads. Best Picture. Best Original Score, Best Original Screenplay as well for Martin McDonough, uh, Best Actress in a Supporting Role for Kerry Condon and uh, also Actors in a Supporting Role, Barry Keoghan and Brendan Gleeson and of course Colin Farrell is in there as well. He's in the same category as Paul Meskel for After Sun so it would be great if one or other, something's telling me though, Colin Farrell, it might be his, his time to shine, that's for sure. And then, 
Oh my goodness me, we are so excited here locally because of course on Colleen Kuhn nominated for International Feature Film. I was watching the nominations come in yesterday after the show and the excitement for those guys is brilliant and also an, a brilliant short film that actually was screened here in Drogheda at the Boyne Valley International Film Festival An Irish Goodbye that has been nominated in the short film category which means that you know it's very exciting for the Irish film industry not just kind of filmmakers who are making it but also it kind of will hopefully uh, entice and and attract you know other filmmakers to come here and, and make work as well so we'll be chatting more about that later on in the show because I'm delighted to be joined by uh, Moira Nicunlan now, she is commissioning editor and executive producer on, on, on Colin Kuhn. So this woman has been there since the inception of the film. So since they pitched the movie to her right through to the end, and she was there yesterday, obviously, for the nomination announcement, she's uh, delighted to be joining us on, on the show a little bit later on. So looking forward to checking in with her. So we're going to be chatting about, you know, the state of Irish cinema, you know, Irish language film as well. You know, what does that mean now that on Colleen Kuhn is getting huge recognition on a platform like the Oscars? So don't miss that one. We're going to be doing that later on in the show. But first, back to the music. Here's Lewis Capaldi. Conan. There's Lewis Capaldi with bruises on 11 to 1. I'm going to bring you back now, OK? You're in a dingy school hall. There's that sticky patch on the floor that you keep sticking to. There's an awkward kiss during the slow set. We're reliving the teenage disco. Oh, yeah, because I have tickets to the biggest 90s disco to give away. All the details of that after these. The 11 to 1 show. I was 14 years of age. I begged for weeks to be allowed go. Conversations for just ages with friends about what outfit we were going to wear. Turns out I did wear, you know, the UFO shoes, black combats and a white top, right? With this cool silver dragon on it. I thought it was deadly. Got into the hall. Everybody was Kung Fu fighting. That was a song that was on. And uh, shuffling around, trying to dance and then eventually watching all of my mates hook up with fellas. That is my disco experience. Why am I talking about this? Well, the biggest 90s disco is returning to the SSE Arena on April 29th. I want you to go along. Over 10,000 90s music fans are going to fill that arena. It's going to be an epic lineup, including we have Gala, Hadaway, Peter Andre, Alice DJ, two unlimited these guys and much more so lots of hours of disco mania what's not to love you can expect fancy dress flash mobs lots of confetti and more special effects and surprises for tickets by the way they go on sale this friday biggestdisco.com to celebrate this i have tickets to go along to this i really want to go i really want to go to this we're going to give you all the nostalgia feels on the show so what do i want you to do well I want you to relive your teenage disco experience like I've just done. Was it in the school hall? Was it in a local hotel? What did you wear? Who did you shift? Who did you shift? Do you remember who they were? What was playing? What was the DJ playing as well? And uh, was it? did it live up to your expectations, you know? Were you like me, kind of begging to be allowed to go? And then it was a bit of a letdown. Let me know your first disco experiences or teenage disco experiences. 86 658 There's years and years with King. We are rolling back the years. We're talking about our teenage disco. Yeah. 
Techno, techno, techno. Yeah, we are talking teenage discos on the show today because I have tickets to the ultimate 90s disco in SSE Arena on April 29th and I want you to go. So we're reliving our teenage discos. This is coming in on 086-1800-658. Body glitter, ironed hair and a sloppy kiss with my bestie's brother. She was not happy. Oh, the body glitter. We thought we were the business with the body glitter. Loving that. Sam says something that everybody can relate to. She says, uh, wore a tracksuit bottoms and a vest top uh, out the door, but changed down the road into a miniskirt. Then a sneaky fag in the toilets. Oh, so <laughs> we, all be, we, we all did that, didn't we? Your mother thought you were going out in one thing and then round the corner or into a friend's house. Quick change a and she was none the wiser. But just don't forget to change back. You know what I mean? <laughs> on the way home. Love that one. This is coming in on 086 658 uh, The No Name Andrada. Oh, the No Name Andrada. This is from Jack. Jack, you must have had cool parents because I definitely was not allowed to go to the No Name Andrada. Watching a girl I f- really fancied go off with the friend and he was a bit of a D.I. Okay, yeah, I get the message, Jack. Oh, Jack. I think we've all been there as well watching someone fancy go off with someone else. We're talking disco, teenage disco memories. Keep them coming in. 86 658 There's Brian Kennedy, a better man. It's going to take a brave man or woman to take on this fear. It's the ultimate kind of face your fear challenge. And it's all in association with Acquired Brain Injury Ireland. They are asking us to abseil the iconic Smithfield chimney and raise much needed funds. We're going to find out more about this challenge with Matt Powell. He's the Community Fundraising Coordinator for Acquired Brain Injury Ireland. He's joining us after these. The 11 to 1 show. Could you face your fears and take on the ultimate challenge for a great cause? Well, Acquired Brain Injury Ireland is calling on people to take part in a unique and exhilarating experience, abseiling the iconic Smithfield chimney and raise much needed funds for survivors of brain injury and their families. Joining me now to tell us more is Matt Pell. He's Community Fundraising Coordinator with Acquired Brain Injury Ireland. How are you getting on, Matt? Great, great. Thank you so much for the invitation to come on and, and talk about our work and, and talk about the ad sale. Absolutely. Now, look, at, I'm not great when it comes to heights, Matt. So this challenge, it might be exhilarating for some, but for myself, I'm kind of, you know, in palpitations, you know, even the thoughts of this. But tell me what's involved. Yeah, well, it is. It's the ultimate face your fear, I suppose. Uh, that's what's great about it. It's, uh, it's really exhilarating for people to get up there and, and do it. Um, so basically what we're hoping people will do is sign up and fundraise for us and then come along on the day. It's on Sunday, April 30th. And then I guess the main challenge is actually you have to walk the 250 steps to the top of the tower and then you get into your harness and you have the ability to uh, abseil down this uh, 190 feet. Um and uh, it's it's incredible up there. Uh, you get these incredible views right across Dublin, right across to the to the bay on the north and the south side. So it's uh, it's just it's it's a real buzz. Uh, we were very lucky we got to do it in 2021 for the first time. So we're really happy to to be bringing it back and and to have it in April now because it was in October the last time. So it was a bit it was a bit cooler. So, yeah, uh, I'd imagine. Hopefully. 
we got a nice day for it now, yeah. Absolutely. So, you know, you, you, you say 190 feet and you talk about it being exhilarating, but who decided, ah, yeah, the Smithfield chimney, should that be great to abseil down? Where did the crazy idea to do this come from? So, yeah, it's a great location. Um, I mean, abseils take place, obviously, all over the country. Uh, Crow Park is one where, where they're done a lot. But um, the idea with Smithfield was it's the heart of the city in Dublin. Uh, it's It's very accessible. Um, it's a great atmosphere on the day. We had 80 people there when we did it last time, so we're hoping to exceed that number now. And it just makes a nice kind of atmosphere there in Smithfield Square. You know, you can oh yeah, you've got a good crowd uh, to can gather there as well to see. Yeah, absolutely. Exactly, exactly. And it's a really unique uh, uh, place, and it's a nice one. I don't know, you know, if if anyone lives in Dublin or anyone visits Dublin, and even if you're on the Lewis, I always think. For anyone who's taken part, it's really nice because you're in Dublin and you look up and you see the Smithfield Tower. It's pretty amazing thing to think, oh, I did that or oh, yeah, I felt yeah. that. It's something that you'll, you'll, you'll always keep with you, you know. Oh, totally. And as you said, 80 people signed up. You had great feedback as well from people who got involved. So much so there's some that, ha- uh, that did this back in 2021 that are coming back again. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, it was, it was such a good experience for those people that, yeah, they're happy to, happy to do it again because... It just it's the ultimate buzz and it's a really great way, a uh, really simple way um, to, to support us. And it's just something, you know, that's uh, really, really enjoyable. And um, those that did it in 2021, yeah, we've had a, we've had a few of them already uh, sign up to say they'll do it again. Adrenaline junkies, Matt. Adrenaline junkies. This is it. I think people find it very rewarding to, to take on something that is a bit of a challenge and yeah. a bit nerve-wracking when they, and they feel they're doing it for such a good cause it, it gives them the motivation to, to do something that maybe they would be a little bit frightened of doing but when you know you're, you're doing it and you, you feel a little bit of extra pressure when you've when you fundraise and oh, yeah. for a good there's, cause. There's yeah. no backing out. There's no backing out, absolutely. Uh, but, you know, 19,000 people acquire a brain injury in Ireland each year. That's 52 people every day. That is a huge number of people. When I saw that statistic, I just couldn't believe it was that high. Mm, mm. I don't think people realise, yeah, um, just how prevalent uh, brain injury is. And, you know, there's such a spectrum um, in terms of it being... Uh, so widespread and it can be so different, so severe for some people and then you meet many people and, you know, without them telling you, you wouldn't know they have a brain injury maybe. Um, The causes are varied. Stroke, obviously, things like that being very, very common would be a high number. But then, you know, things like a simple fall, an accident, you know, different kinds of illnesses can lead to a brain injury. And as I say, it can be it can be very different for each individual. So there's an awful lot of people living with this and, and we're really glad that the organisation has, has been there over the last 21, 22 years now to to make a difference because a lot of people, you know, until they come to us, they're not really getting the the unique kind of individual rehab and, and support mm-hmm. that they need, you know. And this is what you guys do, wonderful organisation. And as you say there, you know, life can be so tough as well for people living, you know, with an acquired brain injury, like they face challenges all the time. So it's so important that you guys are there to support them, you know, in this journey along the way. Yeah, well, 100%. Yeah, yeah. And we're so glad that we can do that. And, and we do make a difference and we meet people every day. Uh, I'm so lucky I get to talk to people who, who have used their services and, have come through that. It's it's incredible. You really do. You, you meet these amazing people um, who, you know, 
uh, might at one point have been so low, people who couldn't walk or talk, mm. and now they're back and they're doing this. Again, and that includes some of the people who will take part in things like the abseil, which, yeah. which is incredible. That is some incredible. People, people who actually, that's what always blows me away. We, yeah. we meet a lot of people, a lot of people who want to fundraise for us, and they, the reason they want to do it is because they say, you were there for me when I needed you. And then you see these people taking on things like an abseil, and you're going, Amazing. oh my God, this person, you know, they could have had mobility issues, mm. and we still have have some mobility issue but to want to do something so challenging it's, it's, it's incredible yeah well if they can do it we can do it absolutely uh, so how exactly. can people sign up and take part so if people want to find out more um, and sign up if you visit our website on abiireland.ie uh, you'll see it there on the homepage the abseil for brain injury and of course, people can contact me. My email is mpowell at ABI Ireland or my number is 086-410-3681. And we have those details here. Now, it's happening the 30th of April, the very the night before, would you believe, Matt, right? The biggest 90s disco is returning to SSE Arena. We're asking people on the show today about disco memories. You sound like a fella now that would remember a teenage disco. You don't seem that old, Matt. Oh God! Yeah, I have to. I have to. Yeah, I have to say now, teenage discos. I, I think back in the day, I was a bit of a bit of a rocker, actually. Oh, were you? You, you wouldn't know it now to look at me, but uh, <laughs> I, I had the long hair. It's long, long gone. It, it, it abandoned me a couple of years ago. But uh, so a lot of my teenage disco memories were. I remember underage gigs in Dublin and and and, and bands and yeah uh, teenage discos yeah. Um, so you'd be more yeah, kind of moshing than the glow sticks for you moshing and kind of heavy yeah. metal that sort of stuff. More that so I don't know whether um, but I do love my nineties tunes uh, and that sounds like a, a great event. Um, you know I've mellowed in my older age so so a bit of a bit of pop and a. A bit of dance, I, I, I can take it now, you know. Fantastic. Well, Matt, thank you so, so much for joining us, sharing your memories and also chatting about this fantastic event that's happening uh, on the 30th of April. Wishing you the best of luck. I've no doubt you'll have lots of people willing to fling themselves off the, the Smithfield chimney for the great cause. Listen, thanks a million for having us on. Thanks for supporting the Brain Injury Ireland. I really appreciate it. Not, our, not a problem. Our pleasure, Matt Powell there. abiireland.ie. The registration is open now. The event itself is happening the 30th of April. Toto Africa on LMFM's 11 to 1. There is no more... This is such a satisfying thing to do and it's such a satisfying sound as well. Hear that now? Oh, I love it. It's bubble wrap, popping, so satisfying. Today is a day where we appreciate the wonders of bubble wrap, if you can believe it. I'm going to be talking about it more in the Northeast update after these. The 11 to 1 show. It's addictive, it's so satisfying, popping bubble wrap, bubble wrap appreciation day today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Senator Windows products will help you create a secure, comfortable, energy efficient home you're proud of. Call 0818 On this day, 1981, Alicia Keys, American singer-songwriter, she was born. Happy birthday to her. But today, it's all about the bubble wrap. I just love listening. 
to this. Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day. Apparently it was created by accident uh, solely for the purpose of preserving obviously delicate items through shipping. So it was uh, originally formed when two shower curtains were sealed together by accident and the inventors tried to market it as wallpaper. Bit of a misstep, but there you go. Bubble Wrap Appreciation Day today. LMFM Northeast Update with Senator Windows. Creating the perfect home is a journey. Let us guide you. Visit our Drogheda, Dundalk and new Navin showrooms. Discover more at senatorwindows.ie. Sinead Brazel. There's Westlife Uptown Girl in LMFM's 11 to 1. From Uptown Girl to Bobby's Girl. There's a great memory coming in of a teenage disco. I'm going to bring you that and more on the way after 12. The 11 to 1 show. The dreaded slow set. The smell of links off all the fellas. We are reliving your teenage disco. I've got tickets to the ultimate 90s night out. More details on the way. First back to the music. Here's George Ezra. Let's go. This is going to bring you right back now. Okay, picture the scene. It's the Ashling Ballroom, Clarhead, and this is playing. I wanna be Bobby's girl. I wanna be Bobby's girl. Oh yeah. This is coming in. A message on 0861800658. It's Joanne, who is Bobby's girl. Yeah. She says, uh, I remember going to the Ashling Ballroom Disco. I wore a white blaze with black sh- uh, shirt and had braces attached like the men used to wear, holding up their pants, uh, knee boots and long stockings up to my thighs. Joanne, get you. Remember Unchained Melody that was playing with a local boy I knew, Bobby, had a huge crush on him, had a kiss too, wasn't too bad. The song that came on was this. Bobby's girl straight after and my mates were singing it to me I was in my element I love that memory that is brilliant do you know what I love as well I love that all the women messaging in on 086 1800 658 remember what they were wearing that's because we spent hours agonising over what we were going to put on ourselves first of all to attract attention good attention you know what I mean from the opposite sex secondly we needed to kind of look cool and fit in with our friends so I'm loving that all the girls are telling me what they wore fantastic why are we talking about this well the biggest 90s disco they won't be playing this though they won't be playing Bobby's Girl sorry Joanne but they might be playing things like uh, songs from Peter Andre Gala Hadaway Alice DJ 2 Unlimited so many more it's the 90s disco favourites four hours of disco mania and you can expect fancy dress flash mobs, lots of confetti and more special effects and surprises. Biggestdisco.com. Tickets are on sale on Friday but I have tickets to give away today. All you have to do is relive your teenage disco for me. Tell me what you wore if you remember. Who did you shift? Who did you kiss? What was playing? What room was it in? Was it in the school hall or was it in like a local uh, hotel or local club? Let me know. 086 1800 658. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. Hi, I'm Crossy. Tom Grennan is releasing a new single called Here This Friday. He teased it on socials last night. When the sky turns black, I'll be the light you need. I'll go to hell and back. I'll be your remedy. Ain't gotta have no doubt. I'll do it endlessly with every breath I breathe. You know they got me. You know they got me. Here. 
Paris Hilton has welcomed her first child with her husband Carter. The star posted a pic of the baby boy's hand saying, You are already loved beyond words. Bradley Walsh is back on our TV screens with Breaking Dad. Bradley goes on a road trip with his son Barney and he feels the show is reconnecting families. To be able to go around with your son or your daughter. I mean, Barney himself has, has received letters from people and emails saying, look, through your show, I've reconnected with my mum or I've reconnected with my dad and now we're going to go on a holiday together. And I always say, if we've, ever, if we've only even done one, made one person connect, reconnect with their family, we've cracked it. What, what a thing to be able to do. You know, and no matter what goes on in your family, you've, you know, you just got to get on and you can, you can reconnect. And whatever's happened, forgiveness is, well, forgiveness is freedom, is what it is. That's what it is. That's The Buzz. I'm Crossy. The Buzz on LMFM. Keep up to date with all the latest news and gossip on the LMFM app. My father used to leave us down the hall, uh, down to the local hall. And you'd say, now, don't drive up to the door. Then, of course, he'd nearly drive us into the hall. The shame. And he'd sit laughing his head off at us. <laughs> into the hall we'd go. The boys would jump as hard as they could out of the way. Uh, the dancing would be crazy. We'd be vibrating off the floor. Uh, my friend had w- her eye on a fella and he was dancing beside us. Her shoe fell off. And for the crack, I kicked it towards him. I think she nearly died that night. They were great fun. Oh, I have a, a big perm and coloured plastic jewellery on. Shirley Hi, Indian dog sharing her disco memories for me. Keep those coming in. I want to give you tickets to the ultimate 90s disco. It's happening on the 29th of April. 086-1800-658. Speaking of disco and disco classics, here's ABBA. No date. there was dancing and partying and celebrating last night. I know there was definitely roars of excitement in the Stella Cinema in Dublin yesterday as on Colin Kuhn was nominated, making history, nominated for an Academy Award. I'm going to be catching a word with the executive producer and commissioning editor of the film, Moira Nequanlon. She's going to join us after these. The 11 to 1 show. There was great excitement in the Stella Cinema yesterday in Dublin as on Colleen Kuhn was nominated for an Academy Award in the international feature film category. The film, which was partly shot in County Meath, has officially made history as the first Irish language film to be nominated in this category. It's the icing on the cake for the film and all the team involved as not only has it grossed over a million euro at the box office in Ireland and the UK, becoming the most successful Irish language film ever, but it also picked up two BAFTA nominations last week. This is big news for Irish cinema, particularly for those made in the Irish language. I'm delighted to be joined on the line now by a thrilled Moira Nicunlan. She's executive producer and commissioning editor of the film. Moira, oh my goodness me, congratulations. Thanks a million. And you can hear from my voice. It's nearly gone from all the shouting (laughs) and screaming yesterday that we had in the Stella. It's such a historic occasion, really. And... You know, all the crew and cast were there and they were like one happy family, you know, big family. And we're all thrilled. We can't believe it. Sorry, my voice is gone. You're grand, no problem at all, no no worries. We can hear you loud and clear. I can only imagine, you know, the the nervous energy just before they read out all of those, you know, nominees in the list, and then you see on Colleen Kuhn is there. I mean, for you guys, this is winning. I mean, you don't you don't mind at this stage. You're going to the Oscars. Yeah, we don't care. And actually, you know, the couple that actually made this film was Colin Barred, the director, and Cleona Nihruli, who's the producer. 
And those those two really worked so hard for the past year, promoting the film everywhere. Poor Column, I say, was in about 30 countries <laughs> in the past year. Yeah. Um, I, you know, I was saying to him that it's, the poor children, they'll be fostered out soon. Absolutely, but this is but this is what it, it's all about. And we were chatting to them just before the BAFTA nominations, and they were explaining to me all the work that does go, you know, in yeah. that and in, in, into that. You know, you can't just rest on your laurels. But you were right back at the start of this. You were in the in the room for the pitch. Basically, these guys pitched the movie to you. Take me back to that time. What was going okay. through your mind when you first sort of heard of the movie? Did you have reservations? Did you even dream it would go on? To be a success uh, like it like it well, has. Well, we well we have this scheme, Sinead. You know, it's called Cine Cahir, and it's a TG Cahir scheme that Alan Esselmont, our CEO, dreamed about. And basically, it was trying to uh, have the Irish language seen everywhere in the world. Like you know that the Irish are everywhere, and we're very proud of our heritage. And sometimes we forget that. The language as well is a part of our culture and our heritage. And um, Alan believed that if we got a nomination or even if we got an Oscar for a film or if we start making films in the Irish language, that people will come. And, And if it's done well, people will come and see it. So that is really, you know, how the scheme started. And so basically... The scheme, uh, you know, is just us, TG Cahar, Fee Screen Ireland and the BAI, Broadcasting Authority of Ireland. And they came and they got involved at the very beginning. So we split the money in three ways. And then uh, with Section 481, which is the tax incentive, uh, in actual fact, the producer would have 1.2 million to make the film. So basically... What the scheme was, we kind of did a call out, asked people to send in producers, directors, send in their ideas. The only stipulation was that the script had to be in the Irish language and that the director or the producer could speak Irish. And basically, send in the ideas. The ideas came in. We had to choose five. Uh, Dervlini Horing is also involved with me in this Sinekara scheme. And so we had to choose five. And out of that five then, they were given 25,000 each to develop the script fully. And then they came back to us. That's, those five scripts came in. And then we had to choose two, which is really, really cruel. Really difficult, yeah. It's really cruel because each one of them are so, you know, they are excellent in themselves. So we had to kind of to say, what two do we think will be, you know, would maybe make the mark. And, uh, and Colleen Kuhn, one of them was picked. Roshan Frank was another. Aracht was another. You know, so every year... I've seen Aracht. It's a fantastic uh, piece as well. You, you guys are are brilliant at choosing the, the, the right ones because these movies are going on to, to, to make their mark, absolutely. And, you know, I mean, when you see something at, at the pitch stage, at the very, very early stages of development, and then you watch it, you know, grow all the way through, I mean, it must be so interesting and, and so rewarding to see this thing that was a script that now is the finished product on the screen. Yes, but you know, with Colin Barrett's one, it was actually based on a novella by Claire Keegan called Foster. So when he sent me the book, and I had never read it, I read it and I cried, you know, I said, oh my God, I said, Colin, you won't be able to do this like 
the book because I said the book is just fantastic. And you know how when you read a book, everybody takes something out of it in their own of personal course, way. Yeah. And he said, let me try. I know I can do this, you know. And so um, off he went. He wrote a fabulous, he really did a fabulous adaptation of it. And immediately we could see that, yes, he had it. I call him, it's just fantastic. You know, um, he started with us doing documentaries a long time ago. And he's just grown. This is his first ever feature film. Imagine, so oh my is God. going to make him, you know, he will be, he, he'll he be gone. That's it. We'll never get him to <laughs> get him anything again. for us again. You Moira, know? But, you know, isn't it great, though, that you can be there to launch, you know, a, a hugely successful international career now? I mean, what does something like this mean for the likes of Colm and, and Cleona? I mean, it's not just an award on the mantelpiece. This has huge kind of, you know, fantastic positive repercussions for them career wise now. Oh, career-wise, but yes, Colm and Keona are Irish speakers. Uh, they live in Dublin. They're, um, they have two young boys and, you know, they speak Irish to them. So not only has Colm going to be a great career and in future, and Cleona, but it's such a fantastic way of putting our language out there and being so proud of it. And I know Colm loves the language, like myself, uh, like us all in TG Cahad. And, you know, it's such a, it's just, you know, unbelievably emotional for us as well that an Irish language film has been seen by millions now at this stage around the world. And because some people didn't even know that such a language existed. Isn't it? And when you think of it like that, Moira, I mean, it's such a shame, you know, but to to have an Irish language film now on the world stage and for everybody to be talking about it, it really is huge. Talk about box number one on the scheme there, ticked anyway, yeah, yeah. Moira, with this, you know. I mean, what does this mean now going forward? Are we going to see, you know, in terms of the future of filmmaking here and opportunities, say, for, for those uh, working within the Irish language, are we going to see more? Has on Colleen yeah. Keane opened up the door? Yes, definitely. We are seeing already a lot of um, producers, young writers banging on our door saying, I have a script, I speak Irish. And also it's a great opportunity for, you know, maybe 20 years ago, there weren't that many working in the film or television business. Now there's an opportunity out there for children maybe listening or parents listening in and saying, you know, what about instead of going to college or, you know, start learning the language, start mm-hmm. learning how to become a, a, a camera person or a sound person or doing research for television. And that's how you learn. And really, you know, there are opportunities out there. I can't get all, you know, so many films are coming into Ireland to film in Ireland because we have a fantastic location. We have a great bunch of people now. But what's happening is, there aren't enough people in the business to keep going. You know, we're looking for camera people. We're looking for editors. We're looking for script writers. We're looking for researchers. So there's an opportunity there for so many people. Le Gaelga with Irish. So I'm really saying, I'm doing a call out here. Now. Yes, absolutely. Go for it. You know, anybody with Irish, really, it's, you know, if you have another language, it is fantastic. If you have Irish in Ireland, it's even better still.
that oh, so many you. opportunities that's really encouraging to, to hear Moira after you know it was such a, a long time where things were a bit stagnant and people were moving elsewhere to, to get opportunities that is really really encouraging so the big question I have for you now and I know <laughs> and I know I know a lot of people are going to want tickets to America to the Oscars but do you get a ticket Moira? I don't think so <laughs> I have no idea see this is all new to TG Karen <laughs> you know but I'm sure Colm and Cleona will get a ticket. Of course. But I don't care. I don't care. I'll camp outside. <laughs> you know, I don't care if I even get into the uh, theatre. I want to go to the Irish parties. Oh, of I course. I don't want to miss them. So, and apparently there's the Oscar Wilde party that I'd love to go to. And apparently there's also an Elton John party. Oh, yeah. But I think it's the Irish party. See, there's so many um, nominated now from Ireland and oh I just want to go to the parties and I want to dance with Barry Keown I think he's just go- oh I think he's brilliant oh listen you make you up Moira do you know what I'm saying this guy is uh, the one to be watching for the future you know he's he's uh, he's definite eye candy absolutely I, I can't blame you for wanting he's to dance with him no he's just a brilliant actor I think he will go places I thought he was fantastic in the Banshees I thought Colin Farrell was brilliant too but you know I want to dance with Barry she wants to dance with Barry okay well listen we're going to we're going to follow the progress on this Moira get Moira to the Oscars we'll, we'll have yeah, to please and if anybody out there with you know Irish designers you know um, dress yes. designers it would be you know something that's very Irish and beautiful I'm looking for one. Moira's I'm looking. I'm sure Cleona would as well. Yes, absolutely. And to walk the red carpet in a fantastic Irish design. Yes, we will. We will make sure that that can happen as well for you, Moira. Yeah. We put the call out there. Absolutely, Moira. It's been thrilling chatting to you about your work. I am so delighted that this Irish film has gotten the recognition that it deserves. The absolute icing on the cake now would be to bring that coveted Oscar home, but we don't mind at this stage we because don't the, care. the look of the we, Irish, the look of the, the Irish, look of the Irish, absolutely. and we're going out there with the, you know and. We are just so proud of our language and our culture and our heritage and it's going to be recognised all over the world. And I think that's the main thing, really. Um, Just, you know, we're so proud. We're so proud of Kylie Kuhn and Catherine Clinch, who, of course... Oh, fantastic. The most beautiful girl in the world. She really is. And, you know, we are so proud as well. We really, really are. And we'll be watching uh, on <laughs> with anticipation on the 12th of March. And Moira, I thank you so, so much for joining me today. You're very welcome, Sinead. Take care. Slán Agui, Slán Gafol, Isn't she brilliant? Moira Nicunlan there. And we will be watch- hoping and praying that on Colleen Kuhn and any of the Irish nominees bring home the Oscars on the 12th of March. The 11 to 1 show. Hearts on fire. Gavin James, Hearts on Fire. Now, the date is approaching, fast approaching the closing date for this. It's January 31st. It is our local hero talent search that we launched with Hot Press. So we are looking for people who are in a band, a DJ, music group or solo artist. And you could be featured here live on LMFM. It's all part of Irish Music Month. It's happening in March across independent radio stations in Ireland. So we are looking for your original demo 
those now. How can you send them in? Well, you can email us an MP3 to irishmusic at lmfm.ie. It's your chance as well to win an overall 10,000 prize fund. So you get the prize fund, you get your record released and you have your music played on independent radio stations across the country. So it's uh, proudly supported by Hot Press, IBI and the BAI Sound and Vision Fund on LMFM. So January 31st, that's the closing date. That's what next... Tuesday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Oh my goodness. Are we nearly at the end of January? Hallelujah. But that date is approaching January 31st. LMFM Job Search. With thanks to LMFM Online. Check out the latest Northeast news, sport, and entertainment on LMFM.ie. The Valley in Malera Dunlear requires experienced full time bar person and waiting staff. Excellent terms and conditions are provided. Please send your CV to valleyinenquiries at gmail.com or you can call John on 087 984 2969. Rice and Ruddy Motors are looking to hire a fully qualified motor mechanic with at least a year of experience. The application deadline is January 31st. To apply, send your CV to noel at ricerudy.ie or give them a call on 087 417 3260. A family-owned business require a full-time bookkeeper for the retail sector in the Dundalk area. You can apply in writing to info at kmr.ie and closing date is the 31st of January. RD Coach Trimmer looking for an experienced fabricator slash welder to join their busy team based in RD. For details, contact Patricia. She's on 087-189-1241. And don't forget all of the details of those jobs can be found on our local job section, lmfm.ie. LMFM Job Search. Bobby Williams with Angels on 11 to 1. Fresh chewing gum just before a kiss. But just as he leaned in, loud beeping noise. My dad in the car telling me to get home. Mortification. We are talking disco memories. I want to give away tickets to the biggest 90s disco. It's returning to the SSE Arena on April 29th. I'm going to give those tickets away after these. The 11 to 1 show. There was always that Egypt as well, wasn't there, who thought he could break dance at the teenage disco. Uh, Vinny remembers, he's saying, uh, disco memory, my friend thought he could break dance, ended up tripping up a load of girls in a queue for the coats. Classic. <laughs> I can imagine it. He thought he was the business altogether and then he ends up tripping everyone up. Another message coming in from Reg. Oh, this is from the dad's perspective. I always remember my daughter spraying herself with the, the, the deodorant before she came into the car thinking that it hid the smell of smoke. She was fooling nobody. Oh, Reg was on to us. Reg was on to his daughter and the rest of us, Reg. And the rest of us. I mean, I didn't ever smoke. I was a good girl. What are you talking about? We're talking 90s disco because the biggest 90s disco is returning to the SSE Arena on April 29th. Over 10,000 90 music fans will fill the arena and party to a lineup including Gala, Hadaway, these guys, Two Unlimited, Alice DJ, Peter Andre's in there as well. Disco mania. You can expect fancy dress, flash mobs, lots of confetti and more special effects and surprises. Tickets, they're on sale biggestdisco.com I want to send you along last chance to enter tell me your disco memory 086 658 George Michael with Faith finishing our show today thank you so much for your company we'll chat to you tomorrow The 11 to 1 show
deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.